Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Retail Refined, a market scale podcast with your host, me, Melissa Gonzalez. Today, I'm really excited to share our guest. Um, every, every episode, we're lucky to have great guests with us. Today, we have Kenneth Tan. He is the co-founder and CEO of BeLive Technology. Kenneth grew up in Singapore and had a diverse range of interests, including video games, concept art creation, and DJing. He was the director of strategy for a Japanese company, Dana, uh, when he was first introduced to live streaming and decided to start BeLive Technology soon thereafter. Initially, he focused on offering a platform that he likened to virtual busking, so we'll have to talk about what that means. But over time, he realized that this was not the ideal model. <laughs> After Park had um, partnering with Japan's most um, popular e-commerce platform, Rakuten, Kenneth felt that BeLive Technology focused its beat by off focusing its beat by offering live technology solutions to retailers and big companies. Today, we're going to little learn a little bit more about what the company's focused in on and and where you take where Kenneth is taking the firm, and then dive in a little bit deeper about what makes it successful and what is the future of live streaming. So, Kenneth, thank you so much for being with us. Thanks so much, Melissa. It's a great honor to be uh, on the Retail Refine. I've been looking forward to this for weeks. So yeah, pleasure to be here. Yeah. So um, I gave a high level and kind of where you started, but tell the audience a little bit more about BeLive Technology. Sure. So we at BeLive, we believe that, um, believe BeLive, yeah. we believe that the um, adoption of live video is inevitable and we're just here to accelerate it. Um, I think this has been made more pronounced with uh, the unfortunate events happening in the world right now. And we've seen a huge spike in interest in terms of uh, how retailers especially are using live video streaming to engage their, their consumers who are unfortunately unable to visit. So as a company, we provide live streaming solutions mm-hmm. um, to all businesses of all sizes, right? We deal primarily with medium to large businesses and brands. Uh, right, some of our, we have served over 100 million um, viewers across the past two years and 33 billion minutes of live video. So I think this is a, you know, a space we are very invested in. We provide engaging solutions to help retailers and enterprises alike engage, like um, live streaming shopping, mm-hmm. live trivia, and even live polling. Happy to dive a bit more yeah. into that yeah. yeah, I definitely want to dive into all of those aspects. So, um, well, I'm going to go back to what I explained in my introduction, and I know that um, I, I know that you changed for this, but I'm curious, what is virtual busking? All right, so virtual, so we actually had a marketplace model, right, where we engaged content creators of or live video specific content creators, mm. and these guys and you know, ladies and uh, gentlemen would actually broadcast themselves on this platform. It's a, it was a mobile app, right? So you just turn on the camera and hit live and you go live, very similar to how uh, Facebook Live does it now, Instagram Live does it now. But that was in 2017, right? So way before all of that. The buskers or the content creators would be singing on the platform or performing, like performing comedy sketches. Mm-hmm. And their fans would be able to send them donations, you know? So it's being made very popular right now with Twitch. Um, the gaming streaming platform mm-hmm. where you know the you know their fans of the gamers could send them donations but we wanted to create this more for performers so we actually partner with the uh, singapore's only television broadcast station uh, mediacorp right and the celebrities came on board and stream 
and he got donations from their fans as well. So we call it virtual busking. Okay, interesting. Yeah. Well, what do you think has made live stream take off the way that it has? I mean, it's not brand new, right? Yeah. Um, but it's it's a whole new world at the same time. So what yeah. what do you think has caused this um, kind of reinvigoration? Yeah, so I think um, three reasons, right? I think number one, mobile data plans are getting cheaper and more accessible in general. Data is blazing fast now and everybody's using it and it's uh, so accessible. That's one. The second one would be um, the increased quality of live video streaming content producers. Mm. Um, primarily, of course, all of this is accelerated by the pandemic. Uh, people are forced to explore new uh, avenues of content yeah. creation. Right, so the quality has been through the roof. Where right? you've seen really good uh, QVC, even QVC level content created by um, you know just normal people like you and me, right? Of course, right. So this has been an acceleration factor. And the last one would be brands. They're willing to invest a lot into live video content. I'm seeing, you know, we actually ran a, a white paper slash live stream report globally. Um, did a lot of research, and we found that GMV growth for live video streaming uh, shopping has. You know, almost tripled over the past three quarters. You know, so that's that's super exciting for us. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah no, those are a lot of good points. I think people underestimate yeah. how many different elements have to come together, right, for yeah, you to yeah. see the progress that we've had and um, the evolution of technology is a key element of that for sure. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Um, so just to add on to that, um, you asked a second question about being a bridge mm -hmm. um, from the physical and digital world. So. Um, you know, right now, unfortunately, people, retailers are unable to connect with their uh, consumers, right? So I was, yeah. I was just going to comment on the previous episode you had about the personalization of the guest experience, right? We've seen use cases that are super successful on concierge-based live stream shopping, so one-to-one, -one, right? So this is a, is a real way to feel connected and um, you can use Zoom, sure, right? But live stream shopping is different. You can actually on the fly um, in real time display a lot of products and talk about the attributes without actually selling it because it can be on the site as icon when you go in the live stream and you tap on it and all the attributes come out right so that's that's super conducive uh, and non-intrusive as well to the uh, experience of speaking to the person yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah no absolutely i it's interesting how how much you've seen um you know the online offline world kind of blend together and leverage each yeah. other um and I think that there's a lot of opportunities for live streaming from store to just mystify what's happening there or to extend the reach, especially in a time of COVID and really let people come in. Maybe you have um, an influencer guiding the experience, how to put outfits together or somebody going into a deep dive about um, an electronics product and, and really helping understand the inner workings of that. Um, what, do you, what do you think is the, what, what makes a live stream, uh, stream campaign or initiative successful? What is, what is that formula of success in your mind? Right, so in the initial stages uh, of live stream, uh, right now what advertisers and brands are measuring are engagement uh, metrics, like a view duration, number of comments, number of likes. Obviously conversion is extremely important as well uh, in our solutions and many other solution providers, there's this shopping cart icon on the top of the live stream that you can mm -hmm. tap and immediately transact. But the conversion rates, even though they're high, right? Around 36%, it's extremely high, it's a phenomenal, right? Yeah. But people are not, we can't attribute the sale directly to a third-party marketplace, right? So for example, if you want to track conversion and your 
your sale ends on Amazon, the brand is unable to track the full in, uh, what I call conversion experience unless it's fully integrated in their own website, right? So people don't, brands don't actually track that. They, they are more concerned about how engaging the live stream is. Let's say if you have uh, 100,000 people watching the live stream, the benchmark right now is 16, 20% of uh, users should complete the live stream, right? And that's actually pretty, pretty good. Uh, let's say it's a one hour live stream. Yeah. Right? So engagement metrics, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, and do you think it's the storytelling aspect of it? Like, do you think it's having influencers? Do you think, um, like when you work with a client um, yeah. and you guide them for success, right? Uh, does your team work with them at all um, to brainstorm yeah. on what what we think a successful I'm um, successful yeah initiative would be? Yeah, so the um, content creation portion is extremely important, as you mentioned correctly, Melissa. The KOLs, right, uh, super important in terms of how they introduce the products and the products that the campaign organizers choose must be extremely demonstrable as well. So. Products that perform well are um, stuff like uh, beauty, beauty products, or even electronics where you can demonstrate the before and after or mm -hmm. apparel as well. So this stuff is really easy to see. Uh, it is easy to it's easy to show a marked difference from a before and after on the live stream live, right? So content uh, product is important. The production quality is also extremely important as well. Yeah. So, yeah, we have um, retailers, which is an ASOS equivalent named mm -hmm. Laura. In, uh, in Southeast Asia, they are, they are uh, you know, a fashion-based retailer. They, they create some amazing shows, right? They, it's like a runway where you have really nice studio lighting and a different camera angles, um, soundtracks, good scripts. So all of this contribute to a very successful engaging live stream. The last portion would be interactivity. Mm -hmm. So live stream, remember, is an experience where you need to interact with the viewers. It's not just, you're not speaking at, the viewers you have to speak to the viewers yeah. right so this is extremely extremely important so are there any case studies you can share i mean i know you mentioned one one brand right one retailer yeah. but yeah. um yeah. any case studies and and maybe was there a surprise in it or um yeah what sort of roi did they see yeah so i'll bring up a b2c or a use case where a marketplace use case which is a uh, rakuten you mentioned rakuten mm -hmm. So we also have equivalent, a behemoth in Indonesia, right? They are a few billion dollar company. They run a very Amazon-esque business model. They're called Bukalapak. So they use our solutions to run flash sales and trivia game shows, right? So whenever they want to, uh, they have a sale event, uh, equivalent of Black Friday, right? They run a live, a series of live stream shows mm -hmm. to promote their KOLs and influencers. And they encourage a lot of, uh, um, what do you call it? impulse buying, right? So with huge discounts and uh, celebrity-driven campaigns that promote particular products. And what they do is they sell these slots to brands and advertisers at a huge premium, right? So it's, mm -hmm. a, it's a really good way to uh, engage. Um, and that's the B2C model. We have a B2B model, which is a more enterprise-focused model with Samsung, right? So what Samsung does with us, uh, it's extremely interesting. They use live stream to train their employees to sell, you know, across uh, in Vietnam, right? They actually train their phone resellers to sell better. So um, prior to the pandemic, they used to spend like hundreds of thousands of dollars every quarter to fly all these phone resellers, right? Small retailers to 
Ho Chi Minh City, the capital of Vietnam, and then train them, uh, teach them how to sell Galaxy S10 or S11, whatever it is, right? With live stream, they run trivia game shows. So all you have to do is log in the live stream, listen to a KOL, ask you 10 questions about the product. If you answer it correctly, they give you cash prizes. So it's really like who wants to be a millionaire, but mm. you know, you, you, you actually use it in a uh, corporate trading environment. So it's a very, it's a very interesting experience. Yeah, yeah that is interesting. Um, yeah. I think thinking outside the box too is what keeps it interesting for the consumers, you yeah. know, and it yeah. adds those levels yeah. of surprise and delight and makes them want to talk about it and invite others and get involved. Yeah. Um, yeah. So how, on that, like how, how do you help your clients think of ways to drive engagement? I know you, you talked about taking polls. Um, I think you have a number of tools um, yeah. perhaps that you offer. Right. So trivia, as I mentioned, can be used in two use cases, right? Um, the enterprise level training, corporate training, but also on the uh, consumer front, you use it to, to uh, I'm not sure if you heard of HQ trivia. Have you heard of, oh, okay. So it's like it's a, in 20, two years ago in, in, the, in the US, I think there was this is really popular trivia game show. Like uh, it's called HQ trivia. Uh-huh. Right? So they gave out almost like a million dollars per day or something like that. It's really like who wants to be a millionaire? Uh, you can log into the show, listen to a host. Oh, yes, yes. I remember yeah. that. That was oh, yeah. all the rage. Everybody would do it in the office at four o'clock yeah, yeah. or whatever time it was. Exactly. And everybody, yeah, that exactly. was wildly exactly. popular. So The Rock was actually on it as once, right? It was, it was phenomenal. So we have taken the model exactly. We have recreated the whole experience, but offered as a solution to okay. our partner. So um, you can set questions, answer them, and you can actually uh, really, really engage and we have seen a lot of engagement and even conversions as well when you talk more about products using this format, right? Mm-hmm. So that's one. Um, shopping, we, we are actually uh, really deep into live shopping, right? We have a plethora of live um, shopping-related features like auto, uh, auto product catalog update, uh, updating, uh, pinning of products, and uh, also attributing products to different sales or customers. So th- when you actually have a live shopping element embedded directly in the live stream, you see a lot of conversions that might not happen if you are just selling uh, something on, I mean, if you are just speaking about a product and not having a conversion tool, right? So I'm not sure, is, is Facebook Live really popular in, uh, from in Canada or the, uh, or the uh, in North America in general? Is it really popular at the moment, Facebook Live? You know, I think that with Facebook Live, it depends on the product and the target audience. You oh, know, there's a lot yeah. of brands that have pivoted to either Instagram Live or TikTok even. Yeah. Right. And, uh, and TikTok's a little bit different, but when you think of just like those video form of content, um, you've seen a lot of shifts in that way. So just, I think people are following where the audiences are um, and yeah. where they can kind of get that organic engagement and virality. So there's, like I said, there are some brands where Facebook's still um, a really relevant platform, um, but as a whole, definitely seeing more um, live commerce engagement. Right. So on Facebook and Instagram, you don't have a shop button. You can't really purchase directly. You have to leave the stream or you have to type your order in the comments. Mm-hmm. So that's actually a barrier. Uh, I'm sure they build it eventually, right? but we're actually deep diving into that. So the ROI portion, um, brands actually see, as I mentioned, 36% to 40% add to cut, which is mm-hmm. phenomenal. It's actually 10x the normal e-commerce transaction conversion rate, right? The caveat, obviously, is the lower viewership you have uh, less viewers on the live stream compared to an uh, active user base on the platform. Right. Um, yeah, but ROI-wise, um, every 
every stream that our uh, customer does, right, they engage at least 10 to 20% of their user base, which is a great return for any, uh, any uh, brand looking to invest. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So how long does it take a brand to get up and running with you guys? Like if they wanted to do a campaign? Right, so anyway, between a couple of hours, if you use a very standard solution, because with just a few lines of code, um, the caveat again is you need to have your own website developers, right? So we do have Shopify integration, right? It's possible mm -hmm. as well. But if you want a full custom solution, it can take anywhere between one to three months. And we need to integrate uh, with your single sign-on processes and stuff like that. So it's a bit, a bit uh, you know, more on the technical side, but um, mm -hmm. we are there to walk you through every step of the way. So how do you think that, I mean, I think there's an inherent kind of human aspect to live because it's interactive yeah. engagement. How do you feel that it's a tool to build, build trust, you know, and do you have clients that have been really successful in utilizing live as a tool to build trust with their customers? The keyword for us is authenticity, right? Mm -hmm. So the, when you are, when you're producing a live stream show, all the, um, uh, mistakes that you make and the uh, especially mistakes that are pronounced right and they they feel authentic it's not like a fully edited video where you can produce really nice content and then you edit it um, so live streams are very uh, real in real time right so consumers naturally feel a layer of okay this this these guys must be real right because they they make mistakes and they speak to you personally right so when i when i talk about interaction previously i talk about interacting with the audience that actually builds a, a, a really, really uh, important bridge between the host and the, the person who's watching the stream. Because if I say your name during the live stream, like I say, let, let's imagine a KOL saying like, hey, hey, Melissa, thanks for watching. And mm -hmm. I heard you asking product about this pair of jeans or whatever, right? Like, we were talking about um, having, for example, a KOL say your name mm -hmm. in real time, right? Because when you're interacting with the audience, Imagine if someone says, okay, well, I, okay, well, I really like, says, hey, Kenneth, thanks for watching my stream. Um, you asked about this product, like a pair of jeans or whatever. Um, what did you think this color, does it, do you think it's going to suit your season or whatever it is? Right? Yeah. So that makes you feel really special. And it's, it builds a layer of uh, uh, trust and authenticity that you don't get with other video uh, communication mediums, like even TikTok with short video. That's okay, but you don't get interaction. So yeah, authenticity for sure. Yeah. yeah, authenticity, I think, is key. And yeah. I think that there, everybody kind of sees through the nonsense now in a different way, especially yeah. with things being so public yeah. on social media. And they, you know, they want to align themselves with brands and retailers that stand for yeah. something that communicates something greater than just the product that they're selling you. Um, yeah, so I think I'm going to steal that if you don't mind. It's a great Okay. <laughs> Sounds good. I'll trademark it. Um, well, so what's the future? I mean, you obviously are sitting in a very um, innovative seat and um, I'm sure there's a lot of thoughts about what does the next two years look like? What do the next five years look like? I mean, what do you think the opportunities are there? Uh, yeah. So as I mentioned, adoption is inevitable uh, in many ways because it's going to be an indispensable tool for marketing. Um, our research says that 95% of all advertisers would have a live streaming marketing strategy in some form, right? So it's by 2025, that's in the next four years or so, right? So it's going to be inevitable and they will continue to spend more and more in this medium. Mm -hmm. It's going to be extremely, advertising is going to be extremely engagement driven, right? It's, 
there's one thing to measure conversions, but as you mentioned correctly, Melissa, viewers are becoming more, more and more discerning. They have so many options to choose from, right? So they're going to pick the one that they trust the most. Livestream has the edge, right? Um, where we feel that the technology itself is going to hit towards is sentiment-based. So in general, e-commerce or retail, right? Um, we feel that sentiment-based recommendations and shopping is very important. So when I say that, I mean, can you actually derive a shopper's sentiment about the product by relying on the comments they make in the live stream mm -hmm. rather than traditional, I'm tracking what you tap on. I'm tracking how much time. Yeah, in the live stream, you, you don't need to filter your comments like a review on the travel website, for example. You just mm -hmm. say whatever comes to mind. So we are building a model that actually tracks sentiments, right? So if I if you say like, um, okay, for example, this pair of jeans seems a bit too, too dark colored for, for this season or whatever, we will then create a persona of you based on what you comment, right? So this is incredibly valuable and can only be performed in a comment-heavy medium like live streaming. Mm -hmm. So yeah, mm -hmm. sentiment-based shopping, we believe is going to be extremely important. It can supplement um, recommendation engines and of course all compliant to uh, personal data protection protection as well right so it won't be specific to you but in general uh, category users like yourself would be more interested in this product based on the sentiments of the comments you make in the live stream yeah sure so uh, very exciting for us yeah yeah i mean i think in the future if i opt into it there's there's an opportunity for it to be personalized exactly. beyond a persona um i had an idea years ago but i don't code and also I don't think we were ready for it, but I used to say that was an opportunity with Twitter, like, you know, almost a decade ago, because people okay. were are so publicly saying what they think and feel and want all the time. Yeah, There's yeah, nuances yeah. in it, right? You have to properly analyze what's being yeah, said, yeah, yeah. positive, negative, but we're putting it out there. We're putting yeah, exactly. it out there all the time of it was just New York Fashion Week, you know, you probably would know every every show that was live streamed that I watched, that I was interested in, the dresses yeah, yeah. that I loved. It'd be great to know when that dress that walked the runway was available um, yeah. for sale so I could buy it if I can afford it. So, <laughs> so we had a crystal ball actually 10 years ago. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I know. If I could yeah, do it yeah. again, I'd learn how to uh, code so I could, <laughs> oh, yeah, I could yeah, create yeah. my ideas. Yeah, but I do think... Yeah, I do think there's a big opportunity with personalization. Um, and obviously we need to opt into it as consumers, but if, if you do it correctly and it's really accurate, yeah. you know, it, it crosses that line of being creepy because I've opted in, yeah. you know, yes. um, but also it's in service of me because it's helping me demystify or, or go out there or even even doing the interior design of my home. I'm, I'm looking for all these things that yeah. I'm searching and searching for. It'd be great if you then could just give me the solutions. Yeah, for sure, for sure. So um, just one thing to, last thing to add from the live stream perspective, a lot of, so live streams are very destructible, right? You, you don't, you, if you watch a record, recorded live stream, it's not going to be as interesting as a live, live right. live stream. So we consider it as destructible content. Um, it makes it very difficult for advertisers to you to invest a lot in the one hour live stream and see it go poof, right? So what we've seen um, trends coming from uh, uh, the brands and what we're providing as well is the ability to make recorded live streams act as some form of short video introduction mm -hmm. of. So for example, if an Amazon esque marketplace lists a live stream introduction of a uh, let's say an iPhone, right? From minute one to minute 15, uh, minute three, right? It will be introduction. 
we can actually tag this. And when you search for iPhone, a live stream introduction result comes. And when you tap, and the consumer taps on that thumbnail, it brings you directly to the timestamp of the live stream introduction portion. So that's actually omni-channel, right? Yeah. When a brand advertises, a live stream inventory, advertising inventory, right? You can say, okay, uh, Mr. Brand, Mr. Advertiser, you can invest in a live stream video content. But after the live stream, we can also use the recorded video to do different you know, optimizations, right? So that's actually a really good 360, you know, if you will, or 180, if you will, uh, channel uh, distribution strategy. Yeah. 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 No, yeah. And, and it elongates the lifetime value of the content that you've yeah. created as exactly. well, exactly. Um, which exactly. I think is key because to your point, people are investing more in it now, right? So yeah. I'm sure they're having more questions on, okay, how are we leveraging this? What's the ROI? Um, well, thank you so much. Uh, it always flies by the conversation to think we're already at, uh, already at time, but thank you for sharing with us. I think what you guys continue to build is really innovative and I look forward to seeing what the future holds. Um, everybody again, this was Kenneth Tan. He is the co-founder and CEO of VLive Technology. Really appreciate you spending time with us today. Thanks so much, Melissa. Great honor and pleasure to be here. Thank you.